This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010 is only weeks away, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. It's the trade show where affiliates attend for free, but only if you register now. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 will feature two epic keynotes featuring New York Times bestselling author and social media expert, Joel Kahn, and the man they call shoe money, Jeremy Shoemaker. AFCON 2010 is proud to feature two days of non-stop sessions, as well as a plethora of premium professional development sessions on Wednesday, June 23rd, from Search Engine Strategies, ClicksMarketing.com, SiteTuners.com, and more. AFCON 2010 will also feature two blockbuster nights of nighttime networking with WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate badge and the PMG Superstar Affiliate Party. Register right now and join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that will be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON. 2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. Another exciting Oh, what an applause, John. Yeah, this is kind of great. Our fans are in the house. This is the uh, June second, two thousand and ten show, and it's entitled "Race to the Finish Line: 3D TV versus IP TV." And if you just joined us for the first time, I'm going to invite you to go to Inboxed Radio. That's I N B O X E D Radio dot com. Uh, you can invite all your friends to go there. They can listen to the show live on the air. We also have a chat room there where you can uh, chat. Uh, you can chat. Uh, uh, type in a chat, and if we uh, use that question on the air, it'll be answered by one of our experts. We'll send you a, a limited edition inboxed radio hat. So uh, if you're listening to us uh, on webmasterradio.fm, they have a chat room there, and Brasco, who's dialing it in in the studio, will then... Um uh, he'll IM me that, that question, and we'll get that question answered by one of our experts that are here on the show. And it's going to be a great show today. We decided that we would kind of, since uh, uh, NAB had just kind of left town here not too long ago, and we've been talking a little bit back and forth about social media and uh, some of the new inventions of things that are coming out in, in the television range. And uh, since uh, we realize now that YouTube is not the, not the big gorilla, the only big daddy on the page, we thought we'd bring in some video experts from three different uh, areas and talk a little bit about video, how we can optimize video, how we can monetize video, and uh, how we can use that in this IP endeavor. So we're excited because we've got Dan Rayburn. He's on the show. He's an author, and I read an article uh, in uh, a B2B magazine, one of my big research uh, papers I looked in, and it talked about other places that you could uh, that you could post and host uh, different types of video. And also Peter Horan from Goodmail is going to talk about certified uh, email video as well and kind of explain a few of those things to us um, as well. But uh, And then also we have got the uh, producers of a brand new uh, IPTV network, uh, which is right here in Las Vegas, and it is called V-Asian TV. They just launched it officially last night. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we can monetize that, how they can use that, and particularly how they can stay clear of copyright laws and things of that case. And of course, with us, as always, is Bennett Kelly. Bennett is from the Internet um, Internet Law Group uh, down in Santa Monica. Bennett, nice to have you with us. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure, as always. Yeah, you're, you're a little light on the volume there, so I just uh, wanted no, to... No, I just realized I had my microphone headed the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, you got to point that thing yeah, right at your mouth. Yeah, you're supposed to sit on it before the show, not during. Oops. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and of course, we've got, uh, we've got, of course, the uh, click father, Kevin DiVincenzi with us. Kevin, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, John. It's great to be here. 
couple days away from my 40-mile walk. I'm ready. Yeah, that's right. Look, let's talk about that a little bit. We'll wrap it up. But again, you're going to walk 40 miles in two days back in the sweltering Chicago heat. Uh, how are you doing on the training? Uh, training's going great. I actually heard today that it's going to rain. So uh, they're recommending that we wear leggings and uh, rain ponchos. You wear leg warmers, so, uh, Kevin? Yes. Leg warmers, exactly. I think tri code leg warmers. I actually, Ben, if you could send me the pair that you normally wear, that'd be great. Uh, I'll, wear, I'll wear them proudly. Now, are those the ones that you wore when you were on Fame? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. How'd you guess? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, good, Kevin. We wish you the best of luck. We'll talk more about that. Kevin Jeepers and some of the, the absolute giants in the Internet uh, industry are all joining up with Missy Ward, who produces the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Affiliate Summit show out here in Las Vegas and in New York. They're all getting together for good cause. That is Avon's Walk for the Cure. Uh, they're raising awareness about breast cancer. That's a 40-mile walk, Kevin, but the, here's the, the catch about that. You're doing that in two days, 25 miles the first day. That's going to be tough. Yeah, I think 26 and a half the first, 13 and a half the second. I, I actually think, and you know, I'll let everybody know next week, I think the second day is going to be harder than the first, only because the first, you know what, you're going already, um, you're not really going to feel it. I think the second day is going to be where, you know, you're going to wake up and go, ooh. Um, so that's why I think it might be uh, a little bit more challenging. But uh, whatever, I'm up for the challenge. I'm ready to do it. Well, Kevin, you've got every gadget in the world, and uh, hopefully uh, you can take those gadgets with you. It would be great if we could maybe check in from time to time and uh, host some live video, maybe even have some conversation with you as well, um, maybe something you and I will talk about after the show. Yeah, it'll be over the weekend, but we'll definitely, I'll, I'll have my iPhone, obviously, which has video on it, and I'm, I'll be sure to document a lot of this stuff. I think it'll be fun. Well, the great thing about it is because uh, it's my segue into uh, this this new animal that's out there, and it's called IPTV. And we're seeing uh, a lot of companies are going towards IT, IPTV, and also building networks. A couple of challenges in building those networks: one is actually getting content, and uh, also being able to license that content, and the third being able to monetize that. And with this, um, we have uh, the founder of V Asian uh, TV, Carl Magno, and the president of V Asian Group, Jim. A spirit to, and they uh, just launched last night here in Las Vegas the V Asian Television uh, Network that they have. And Carl, uh, talk a little bit about what the inspiration was behind uh, behind that, and, and how long you've been working on it. Well, uh, John, thank you. Uh, yes, we've been uh, we produced. Uh, hello. Uh, so yeah, we started doing this in 2004 when we launched Living Asia Channel over in Asia, and now it has over 10 million viewers on cable and satellite. Right now, wow. our aim is to bring and deliver all of these content to uh, the one billion uh, global Asians around the world. Well, it certainly is a great endeavor, but something different about this in, uh, and, and uh, about this channel is the, the global Asians basically mean it's Asian-themed programming, but Carl, it's all done in English. Is that correct? That's correct. And the global Asians that we refer to are those uh, Asians who speak English, and that's uh, roughly about a billion now. <laughs> wow. So we'd like to reach them. We'd like to reach them globally, and the only way we can do that uh, at the least amount of cost and uh, at the speed uh, of sound would actually be like through the Internet. Uh, so that's, that's why it's Internet Protocol TV. That's why it's called IPTV. The delivery system is through... Uh, uh, www or uh, World Wide Web. And uh, hey. with that, uh, anyone who has access to the Internet will be able to show the television programs. And you're right about the uh, copyright issues right now. The best thing here is that Living Asia Channel is a uh, channel that we own and we have produced Asian travel and lifestyle programming. Uh, we get thousands of hours right now. And we also aggregate content that has copyright uh, with them. Well, um, and talking um, a little bit about that, while, we're, while we have them on, if you guys want to check this out, you can go to um, vasiatv.com. That's vasiatv.com. And that's, you'll see an uh, overview of the, the first season of programming that, they are, that they're producing. And part of the reason I had them on today is because they've got the IPTV thing covered, but I'm also helping them with national television distribution of the content. And it's very, very well-produced content, which leads us into the monetization portion of this. Jing Espiritu, 
is the uh, is the president and CEO of V Asia Group. Gene, give us some thoughts on on uh, on how valuable uh, this network can be once you get it completely built out. Well, yeah. For, first of all, thank you. Uh, we thank you, John and, and Dan, for giving us this great opportunity. We just uh, did a pre-launch last night. It was very successful, as you saw it. Everyone is excited. You asked uh, earlier on uh, to uh, Carl uh, when it was that they started. This was a vision uh, that was uh, made by uh, Carl and Guy, and, and we began uh, with this uh, only Asian lifestyle travel channel in 2004. Um, our, our vision, well, you know, uh, uh, Carl and Guy, who founded this, um, believe that there, there's a strong need to assemble a management team, and thank you for being part of that, too, and we have indeed uh, created that, and, and we're very excited, we're very excited to... Um, Together, uh, we, we've got contents uh, that's coming in from Living Asia Channel, uh, which is an awesome TV portal in the Asian TV. Um, we have this dy- dynamic group that's uh, putting things together. And um, uh, our desire to provide quality programming to the largest and strongest economy of the world, which is the global Asians, and and. Uh, the great thing about this is, is English-speaking uh, Asians. Uh, this is just a small group, uh, Ron, I mean John, and uh, roughly 30% only of two-thirds of the world's population, or about a billion global Asians. Uh, we're giving, we're ready to give uh, everyone a clean, family-oriented programming on a daily basis. Uh, we're replacing the uh, sex and violence we are exposed to daily would be very challenging, but giving them a free, uh, or giving them for free. Uh, you know, this this uh, opportunity is, is just uh, amazing. And uh, the best part is um, um, the technologies, uh, the, 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 the technologies that we're using that's available in the market, especially in the World Wide Web environment that, that we've created through this v, uh, Asian TV and the TV portal for Global Asians is just uh, amazing. This allows, uh, of course, everyone uh, with Internet connection anywhere in the world uh, to watch any of the content we provide for free. That's really great. Kevin, with so many mobile devices and particularly the fact that you've got a young, influential teenage daughter and uh, this is actually programming that she could watch. Uh, there's health and beauty, there's fitness, uh, there's travel on there. In fact, one of the stars from the Disney Channel, uh, Lizzie McGuire, she hosts one of the shows on the network. And uh, it's something that you actually could sit down and kids could really not only learn about a different culture on this, but you could be assured that they're going to be watching something that would be, that have some family values to that. That having said that, uh, also, it, it's, it can reach out across cross-culturalize, Kevin, and, and provide sure. some, 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 some new stuff for your family. No, I, I, absolutely, John. You know, everybody's controlling their content these days um, between, you know, you've got Flow TV, which is a satellite TV, personal TV that people now you know, are able to carry around to access channels. Um, you've got all the different Hulus and the different video channels uh, out there where people can digest uh, programming and at the pace that they want to see it without, you know, commercial-free, um, and this sounds like a great, you know, great medium as well, um, obviously, to be able to, uh, to get the right content to people and where they feel a sense of community. You know, that's, that's why uh, uh, El Mundo did so well, in the, still does so well in the Spanish market. You know, there's a sense of community there, so I think it's great what they're doing. Um, and, and I'd be very interested to see how the monetization is going to work. I think it's going to, you know, any time you get into... Uh, the crossover, I mean, now, as we were just talking right before the show, John, they've got set-top boxes or handheld boxes that they're <laughs> starting to, to uh, put in distribution to work with TV sets and everything. It's, it's really all meshing together, um, the uh, advertising as a whole. You know, same thing with the, you know, with the addition of iPads and all the different things out there. It's just crazy what's happening and uh, definitely not where you just flip channels and say, oh, what am I going to watch? You can really control your experience, so I think that's great. Good. Uh, let's go back to Carl Magno. Uh, Carl, when you started this, obviously there was there was passion that you had in this. Um, you know, talk about the magnitude of, of being able to uh, to advertise to the uh, the global Asian. I understand the demographic of the global Asian is one of the highest in the world. Um, is that something that people will pay for? Uh, yes. Uh, the number one uh, advertising through. Uh, IPTV really works because uh, 
number one, it's uh, cost is too low, uh, lower than uh, a print ad cost or even a, a regular 30-second uh, 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 commercial in any in any UHF or uh, VHF free TV programming. It's it's really very low. And number two, uh, people are going. Um, advertisers are, are sure are, are certain that their ads will be seen uh, because uh, it's uh, any time the viewer wants to watch it, then uh, it wants a particular show to to watch, or, and then the, the ad comes out. You know, I mean, it's there readily. Um, so Jane- the, the 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 cost is so low that the advertiser would would like to be able to. Uh, to, to show their ads locally and globally. You've just come up with a new uh, bundling product that you are call, that you call um, Asia Town. Let's talk a little bit about the ingenuity of actually bundling bundling different mediums together for the advertiser. Yes, uh, that's that's a new uh, that's a new bundle we have offered in the market, John. It's it's. Uh, I like it because it bundles uh, the, the local newspaper uh, with uh, IPTV, uh, allowing the advertisers' uh, products and uh, services to be advertised not only on um, on uh, IPTV but also on the, our, our local newspapers. So that, and, and because we would like to... Uh, Include them in the uh, our own directory called Asia Town. We we produce a commercial for them free of charge. So uh, say a local uh, store here, Crew uh, I am for instance, uh, would like to be known to the uh, Las Vegas market and uh, to the neighboring cities. So we put them in a print uh, media like Tribune USA that has circulation in. Las Vegas and uh, in California as well, so uh, they w- will be exposed. Their products and services will be exposed to uh, Las Vegas and the neighboring cities. While at the same time, uh, the the uh, commercial, the Asia Town commercial that we produce for them, comes out on IPTV, uh, making the rest of the products and services available to the global community. <laughs> Well, we'll talk uh, now with uh, with Jing Espiritu. Jing, you had your uh, launch here last night uh, at uh, a restaurant here in Las Vegas. The V, of course, in V Asian TV stands for Vegas, but there are uh, that that's the other double whammy you've got. You're able to produce quality programming here from Las Vegas, and you had quite the star-studded lineup last night at your at your grand opening event. People all all over the world like to like to look at Las Vegas entertainment, don't they? Absolutely, John. Um, <clears throat> we got we had a terrific uh, lineup of um, supporters uh, last night. It was just a pre-launch, but people felt like it was already a grand launch. And, and we say that the, this is a pre-launch because we've only invited selected people representing different industries in the entertainment, in in, in the business circle, community leaders. We have, you know, people in uh, in advertising and. And even um, um, venture capitalists were there, so we were really excited about it last night. Uh, the the very owner of Krung Siam, who was uh, kind enough to also be uh, be able to to be there, it was also uh, has also invited some of his friends, and, and they were just amazed with what they have witnessed. Um, you know, uh, again, with what Carl had mentioned about the uh, the the, uh, the uh, Asia town, um, it, it's very exciting because. Because it's it's really uh, being provided that will cut our advertising budget. It will not only reach local audiences but global globally as well for a very very low price. So we encourage everyone uh, to to look into this and uh, take advantage of the special promotion or offer that we're giving. Uh, we had Lonnie Masalucha last night too. Uh, uh, you know, you saw the entertainers. We had uh, celebrities coming from from the Philippines, from Thailand, uh, who. We're able to feature there, so it's not just. Uh, and we even had uh, um, uh, leaders from the Latin community uh, that, that that 
uh, was there, and they're well represented, of course. From Keystone Corporation was also there, and and some other uh, political leaders that also showed up. So it was really, it was a really great event last night. Well, yes, and in closing, we'll also talk a little bit about your community involvement, uh, Jing. You are running for Nevada State Assembly in District Eight, which is the Chinatown district. How's the how's the race going for you so far? Well, um, yes, it's uh, another exciting um, episode in my life, I guess, as as a uh, as a community leader. I've taken this to the next level, and that is really committing myself to. To running an open seat in the uh, in the, the assembly district eight, um, which was previously held uh, by um, uh, the speaker of the house, and has one of the highest uh, highest tax and spending voting records, and and we've we've been uh, we've been doing our neighborhood walk uh, with, with Asian American group uh, had hosted the. Uh, uh, the uh, reception, luncheon reception for the early voting that had taken place uh, over the weekend, and uh, we see a lot of uh, good turnout uh, uh, in this early voting, and it's very exciting. Uh, a lot of people that are very concerned about what's happening is, is coming out and, uh, and making a difference in the community. So we we look uh, we look forward to a very very positive result. And um, we're excited. Well, great. Again, we're talking with Carl Magno and Jing Espiritu, who've just launched a uh, an IP television network called VAsianTV.com. Uh, so you might want to check that out. Again, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dan Rayburn about a recent article that I uncovered in uh, B2B magazine. He writes for everybody, highly syndicated. We're going to talk a little bit more um, about different uh, different opportunities and in using video in a marketing medium. Again. Thank you, Jing and Carl, for being on the show. Thank you very much, John and Kenneth. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Yeah. Okay. Very good. When we come back, again, as I said, we'll be talking with Dan Rayburn, and for later on, we're going to be talking with Peter Oran from Goodmail. We'll be talking about certified video email in this portion of our video television uh, show Race to the Finish Line 3D TV versus IPTV. For Inbox Radio, I am the Big Fat Boo. We'll be right back right after these short messages. Back with Dan Rayburn. Stay with us. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inbox will return after this. XYZ in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Did you know? 99designs is the leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. 
Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. All right, welcome back again. Our race to the finish line, 3D TV versus IPTV, and all that's concerned in that. Of course, this is our uh, June 2nd show of Inbox Radio. If you've just joined us, uh, you're listening on the webmasterradio.fm site. There is a chat room there that you can go into. And if you have a question you'd like to ask of any of our experts, go ahead and type that question in, and Brasco will funnel that out to us, and we'll use your question on the air with one of our professionals to do a limited edition uh, inboxed radio hat that you can wear with great pride and of course we'll get that question answered uh kevin what one of the things i really like doing about this show is it gives us the opportunity to bring the rock stars of the industry into uh in and uh, and people themselves get to ask questions on there and we've had really the who's who of people in the industry over the over this uh first year we've had the program coming along pretty well so far i'd say i agree john definitely we've uh done a lot of great information out there and met a lot of uh, really wonderful people Really enjoyed it. We started this show about a year ago. We launched it uh, at uh, Avcon, which was up in Denver, and so we'll have our one-year anniversary show that'll be coming up here. And uh, who knew that we were going to have uh, so many guests? I was kind of going back through, and I was counting uh, the number of people that we've had on the show. And Kevin, we've had over 150 different industry experts on on the show up to this wow. date as we uh, get close to this uh, to this to this year. And of course, this next gentleman is is just the the phenom of the industry. He really is the, the voice for streaming media in the industry. He's recognized uh, as one of the internet foremost authorities. He speaks all the time. He writes on streaming and online video technologies, and he's doing doing it for a while, so he's going to stick around. He's a leader, he's a spokesperson, and he's widely known for experience, both not only to the business world, but also the technology of online video in the U.S. And of course, we're talking about uh, Dan Rayburn. Dan, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy busy schedule to be with us today. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, I know that you've written hundreds of articles uh, over over the, the last, uh, you know, period of years that you've been in the business, but I like your stuff that you're writing about uh, video, and as you know, we had on just before uh, uh, an Asian company here in Las Vegas that has launched a complete IPTV television network, and they have enough programming for for an entire year, um, and uh, so um, we're seeing this streaming media stuff just starting to go crazy out there. Give us your take on what you're seeing. Sure. Well, you know, one of the funniest things, I think, is that uh, a lot of people now are talking about how uh, stream media is new or cutting edge or this explosive growth that we're seeing, but a lot of people don't know that 2010 marks the 14th or 15th year since this technology first came to the Internet. So it definitely is exciting. We're seeing a lot of business cases now for it. There's a lot of applications being built on top of things like encoding and distribution and content ingestion and storage. And now we're at a point in the industry of where we're talking about business more so than technology. You know, it's more about how do we take advantage of this technology? How do you either monetize your content or how do you use streaming technology and, and other online video ecosystem pieces to improve your business in some way? And that can be a company that's in the retail business, think, you know, Amazon and Zappos. It can be an enterprise corporation like a, a MasterCard or a Ford. Or, of course, it can be a, a company like everyone knows, like a Hulu or YouTube. Well, um, you know, when, one of the things uh, we do oftentimes, we'll bring Bennett Kelly on from the Internet Law Group. And uh, one of the big issues we have out there, I want maybe both of you guys to talk a little bit um, about copyright infringement. Bennett, are we seeing more copyright infringement now that video has become to the forefront or, or, or less? Well, I think you are, and also you're you're having more tools to detect copyright infringement. Um, YouTube has just implemented a program that allows this, you know, studios to actually um, interface directly through YouTube to detect um, their own content, and uh, so um, and it's you know, given how viral things are, it's very easy to create and distribute and. Uh, you know, obviously, um, this stuff is very much part of pop culture, so there's a great incentive to distribute things without regard to um, copyright issues. Um, hey, Dan, um, one of the things, of course, that uh, that 
that Bennett's talking about is uh, all the fans of Mad Men, that was um, a New York advertising agency, they uploaded thousands of clips to YouTube, and uh, the studio, Lionsgate, is upset by the disregard for their copyright protection. Um, Are we going too far with some of this stuff? Well, here, here's the bottom line. Content owners spend a lot of money to produce this content, and I think a lot of people forget that they're spending the money to produce it for TV. They're not spending the money, in most cases, to produce it for the web. You do have companies like Revision3.com who are producing web-only shows, but the vast majority of content that actually is trying to be monetized online, it, it, you know, it's not the, the videos people upload to YouTube. It's all the professionally produced content. So they've spent millions and millions of dollars uh, for TV to broadcast this stuff, and obviously they, they want to protect their, their content online. Now, there's two different ways of thinking about this. Some of the studios, some of the networks are very progressive, and they understand that the more of this they put online, the more it promotes the show on TV, the more it helps sell DVDs. Exactly. I look at online video when it comes to that type of content as a, uh, as a complement to the TV replacement. The computer and online video isn't replacing TV now, 10 years from now, or 50 years from now. However, others take the approach in the, in the content realm that we don't want our content anywhere but on our site. We want to control it 100%. And that approach is not necessarily wrong, but the downside to that approach is if you don't have syndication partners and you're not working with other sites that have more traffic than you do or have a better demographic than you do or have better eyeballs than you do, then you're definitely missing out on a lot of traffic. Dan, recently you wrote an article that uh, your syndicators put in B2B magazine, and it asked the question, are there video platforms on the market besides YouTube that marketers can use? Let's delve into your answer a little bit on that. Sure. Well, some, some folks might not know, but there's actually over 50 what we call OVPs, online video platforms. So YouTube is not the only one out there. They're certainly the most well-known. But there's a lot of OVP providers that um, are providing services in the market on a broad scale in terms of the video ecosystem of helping content owners capture content, ingest it, store it, transcode it, manage it, add metadata, add business rules, do authentication and protection, and then deliver it and track it and potentially monetize it. That's the video ecosystem. Uh, so there are a lot of other OVPs out there, and some of them are going after customers who are spending twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars a month. The big boys. Others are going after customers who um, spend ninety nine dollars a month. So the great thing is that there's so many OVPs in the market that whether you're a small customer or a large customer, there's somebody out there who's specifically going after a small business, a medium business, or a large enterprise. And the way things are now, it used to be that if you if you posted video, uh, you know, on the internet, you really were at best you were challenged to see if anybody could even open it, if it would actually load, and if it would play. And some of these sites are getting so sophisticated now that it can actually sniff out what type of um, uh, what type of internet connection you can and provide that uh, you know that size content. So we're getting a lot. We're not only we're getting a lot luckier. We're getting a lot better at the distribution of our content as well. Well, we definitely are. Uh, many of those technologies, again, a lot of folks don't know they've been around for years. So it's it's what we call player detection that you're mentioning. What type of player does the person have? What type of connection do they have? That's been out for six, seven, eight years in the market. But as you say, a lot of people don't know because the players are now so advanced where they have so much functionality. You can switch between an SD feed and an HD feed. You can jump into the video. You can seek or go into it. Sometimes it's indexed. Sometimes you can search based on keyword or metadata. Uh, The players have gotten extremely sophisticated, which is a good thing because the bottom line is you have to make video consumption easy. You have to make it easy for people to find the content they want, and they have to be able to consume it without thinking about the technology. You know, the example I always use, this industry, the online video industry, we fought for the first probably 10 years over platforms, video codecs, bitrate, aspect ratio, and unfortunately we're still fighting about that today as an industry. But the greatest thing about this is when you now go to CNN or you go to Major League Baseball or whatever site you like to visit, you don't think about the video technology. You click the play button, and it plays back for you in most cases. So the example I always use is when you send a fax, you don't think about the technology behind it. It works. It's a business communications tool. 
that's really what streaming media technology has become. Uh, it's, it's become a tool used by every different corporation and every different vertical all over the world. And the good part is that, the, again, the business and the applications are really now what we're focusing on as opposed to solely on the technology. Great. Um, go in just one final phase of copywriting here, Bennett. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, how how can how can you be how can you know for sure if it's one of those organizations that wants you to to forward and spread their their content around or if they're going to come come back after you uh, with a lawsuit for spread their content around? Well, I mean, you, you don't, and you know there are, there are other options available to you. There you know there is Creative Commons um, where you can get content you know that is um, openly available for free of use. Um, subject to certain restrictions, you know, for example, it varies, but it could be for attribution or for you know requirements or things of that nature. And so you you do have other options available to you. Um, there's also services who they will pull together content for you. You know, they will acquire the license and they will help you create your own video content. So you don't have to worry about you know licensing or not. And so there, there are other options. Anytime you're dealing with other people's content, unless it's clearly a fair use issue, um, then you're taking a risk. Hey, Dan Rayburn, we'll give you the last uh, last comment on this here before we move on to our next subject here. As far as copy protection goes? Yes. So, you know, the, the way I look at it is, is the same. You know, you don't know. Um, but the the recommendation I always give people when they call is just ask. Contact the content producer, contact the person who owns the rights, and simply ask them. Um, many times they want a syndication deal or they're looking for other syndication partners. They're looking for other outlets and they're looking for ways to get other types of traffic. And, and typically you also know, I mean, keep in mind, if, if the content owners watermark their content, if they've added any sort of authentication, if there's any type of digital rights management included with the file, those are all steps that they've person, you know, personally taken to make sure that their content isn't isn't taken without their authorization. So, if that's the type of content someone's taking, you clearly know that that's uh, not something the content owner is going to be happy with. Well, great. Um, let's let's go ahead now. And we'll move on to uh, a little bit of controversy, and and Dan will take your comment on this as well too. Uh, recently, it's come out that AT and T's meter meter data plan mm. uh, it kills iPads on limited plans out there. And Kevin, you and I were talking about this a little bit before. Sum that up for us. I guess uh, you you signed up for an unlimited plan, and you might not have that coming up soon. Yeah, well, basically what happened, John, was they released released the uh, iPad Wi-Fi's on um, was it March or yeah March first, and then uh, for the three G or April first, I'm sorry, for the three GS uh, with the cellular data, you had to wait until the twenty fifth. Um, a lot of us waited on the pre-listing and got them. Now, you know, when you got it, you had a choice of either two hundred gigs of data or for fifteen dollars or an unlimited for twenty nine ninety five. Um, it seems that today they announced that they are scrapping the unlimited plan. Now, anybody that has it can keep it, which is great news for, for people like me. Um, but anybody new uh, can no longer do that, which I'm, I'm also curious with people that have it but haven't activated it yet. I know that uh, somebody in our office here hasn't activated it, and it's still showing the $29.95. Um, the, the concern is that, you know, you can't sell a product or advertising one thing and then change a midstream. I mean, the way I, I explain it to you, John, that I'll explain to our listeners, is imagine you buy, you know, an iPhone, and the only reason you're buying the iPhone, for argument's sake, is it has an unlimited plan, and that's what you want, uh, and you buy it just for that reason. I mean, I'm an avid uh, cellular mobile user. I've been using, you know, wireless modem since 1999, back when, you know, they had a little metal antenna on the end. Um, so if that's the, one of the main reasons I got the iPad, um, and now I'm being restricted as to how I can use it or, or having to even worry about uh, going over my data plan and paying, you know, paying additional fees. I, I just I don't think it's fair, and I think it is going to be challenged. Um, you know, it's not Apple's fault. The only fault that Apple is uh, is for partnering with, you know, with AT&T. And then why AT&T is doing it is beyond me, unless they're just getting abnormally large uh, usage right now, or they just figure like, hey, here's, here's a market that we can just tap and just uh, it's very captive and people aren't going to cancel. I don't know. That's uh, it's a really... Interesting question and a very, very bold move, in my opinion. 
I'll add to that. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, we knew this was coming simply because anyone who uses an iPhone AT&T's network will tell you how bad their calls is and calls are, and AT&T has told us that their network is becoming saturated. So the problem, you know, that they're having right now, as they said yesterday, 3% of AT&T's smartphone customers account for as much as 40% of their data traffic. And video is the most bandwidth-heavy service you could possibly consume on your uh, smartphone. So we're going to start seeing Verizon and everyone else follow AT&T's lead and start basically capping users at a certain amount of transfer based on a certain price because even though they have... Uh, you know, uh, monthly plans where it's two gigs a bit, two gigs of bandwidth. I could use up two gigs of bandwidth in less than a day of watching video on my iPad or my iPhone. So what does that do to AT&T's network? It puts it under complete strain. So I don't think it's good for consumers, obviously, because we want to consume as much as we can, and it's terrible for the online video industry and for mobile TV and mobile video in general. But I'm not surprised at all that AT&T is trying to protect their network. And it also ties into the whole net neutrality debate because you know three years ago we were being told that oh you know net, net neutrality advocates were warning there's going to be tiered pricing, um, there'll be discrimination and they'll be dropping certain you know disfavored um, sites versus others, and and everything that they warned about that um, the, the um, telecom said wouldn't happen is starting to happen. You know we're starting to see tiered pricing. We're seeing sites right. you know such as Comcast throttling certain disfavored sites, um, and so it really is. Um, very topical and timely since this is very much a, a, an active debate going on in Washington. Very good. Talking with Dan Rayburn, um, he has answered the uh, the question uh, uh, very perfectly about other platforms that are out there, indicating that there's about 50 different platforms you can. Uh, I want to make sure uh, you go to go to our website and you can get in touch with Dan. We've got a couple of links on there where you can uh, uh, reach out to him and read his blog and find out a little more about him. Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I know we've been yeah, trying to get you, you on for a couple of weeks. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. But when we come back uh, from our break, we'll be talking with Peter Rand from GoodMail. We're talking about uh, video email uh, certification. And Kevin, you, you're probably one of the, the biggest emailers that have been in the industry for such a long time. And uh, so I think you're probably going to have a lot of comment uh, about certification of emails and things of that nature when we when we come back. Yeah, I, so, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure I am, John. And uh, so that's uh, that's a topic I think that uh, will kind of close things out here. Of course, this topic, of course, race to the finish line, 3D TV versus IPTV. When we come back, we'll be talking with Peter Rand from Goodmail and answering any of your questions. If you've just joined us for the first time, you can go to inboxradio.com. That's I-N-B-O-X-E-D-radio.com. We've got a chat room there. You can uh, throw out a question for any of our if, any of our experts. And, uh, and Bennett, if you can stick around a little bit, we'll be talking about some of the legal issue of video encryption as well. So I am the Big Fabu. This is the Inbox Radio Show. We'll be right back after a couple of short commercials and we'll get on with the show. We'll be right back. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inbox will return after this. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. 
AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And once again, welcome back to the June 2nd edition of Inbox Radio. I'm the Big Fabu. I'm John Fondi. Earlier in the show, we talked with Carl Magno and Jane Expiritu, who launched VAsiaTV.com. It's a uh, global Asian television network uh, that's Asian-themed programming, all done in English. So they're uh, talking about that. And we kind of talked a little bit with Dan Rayburn, and he uh, is an expert in the streaming media portion of things and gives me good pleasure now to welcome to our show Peter Aran from Good Mail and Peter appreciate you uh, coming on you're a member of, of the, um, the email experience council as well thanks for joining us today Peter it, it's my pleasure glad to be here let's talk a little bit first about your involvement with uh, with the DMA's email uh, experience council uh, um, how long have you been with them and explain that a little bit to our listeners okay well actually um I'm a, I'd say, a relative recent addition to the council, uh, but Goodmail has been active really uh, for the last six or seven years. And, and, and what I'd say mostly my background was more broadly in the Internet content and advertising world, uh, you know, participating in email, but really not, you know, in it up to my eyeballs. And one of the things I've been sort of most impressed by is, you know, we, we often throw the word community around, but, but the whole email business really has a very, very strong community of folks that uh, really work together, share best practices, and, and really try to advance the state of the art. Sure. Um, how, how does the whole video embedded into email thing work? Well, so let, let me kind of start with what, what the, the challenges are. Right now, People are people, meaning ISPs, are concerned about viruses, spyware, malware that's transmitted to the user via JavaScript. And so they're they're very they've been broadly very cautious about letting anything that looks like a live script through in email. And so you get this very very kind of perverse experience where. You, you have your browser window open, and in one window, you're looking at ESPN, and you're looking at video clips from the other day's lacrosse, college lacrosse finals. In the window with your email in it, all of a sudden, it looks like something from 1996 with no images, no links, no video. And at one moment, they say, well, my gosh, it's the same computer. It's the same Firefox program. It's the same Internet connection. But in one window, I've got streaming video, rich media, all a great experience. In the other window, uh, I'm, I'm basically limited to you know text and boxes with a little red X that say sanitize for your protection. The, and so what's happened is that the ISP said, well, we can't take a chance of letting spyware through. So it's, it's the old ranger session, kill them all, let God sort them out. Their approach is let's just we'll eliminate everything and then not take a chance. What Goodmail does, the Goodmail approach, is sort of the reverse of, of other security companies, where secure, most security companies are focused on screening out the bad stuff. Goodmail's mission is to make sure that good stuff gets through. So we start by pre-approving the senders. So there's no question of who's sending this mail. You know, we would do a rigorous background check, credit check, best practices check, uh, and lock down that you know, who the sender is, that it's Bank of America. It's not somebody pretending to be Bank of America. And then we put a deeply encrypted token on each individual message. So with that assurance, the ISPs will say, ah, okay, so we get it. Uh, this, is a, this is the gap. It's Bank of America. It's Target. They deserve to get into the inbox. 
And so we'll bypass the spam filters and we'll give them a broader range of permissions than we give to just unrecognized, unidentified mail showing up on the doorstep. And so with that, uh, you know, and with AOL particularly, we can put a, a, a special token on the message that says this, this JavaScript is safe. You can let it come through and let it run. Otherwise, the ISPs will, will eliminate any message that has anything that looks like JavaScript in it. Hey, Kevin, what, what, have, what have you experienced about uh, video and email since you do so much emailing yourself? Yeah, I've, I've done some, John. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's definitely not where it needs to be in regards to, um, I mean, it, it's, it's easy to embed, um, but you still face a lot of issues with, um, you know, getting, getting the instantaneous play. I think we are going to get there eventually. You know, uh, websites were the same thing, landing pages. A lot of times you have to get there and press play, and it was choppy. And now, you know, we've got quite a few landing pages ourselves that we just built that once you get to the page, it's fluid. The, the uh, stream comes off great. So I think we're going to get there eventually in email. Um, I, I don't think we're quite there yet. Are you actually putting streaming video in the email, or are you putting in uh, like in, like? No, yeah. you just you're just embedding the image and then they're clicking and it's taking to another uh, to another page, which then okay, is launching sure. the stream. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So so that, thanks for that clarification. That is the kind of current state of the art. It's a you know it's, right. a, it's an image with a, a link and a play button, and they click through to right, right. But I think know. at some point, I think there, there may be able to uh, there may be a, a time that people at least true webmail will be able to instantaneously play it from that that window. I mean, we keep on seeing so many changes, right? I mean, everything's evolving constantly. Yeah. Well, so and that's what we at Goodmail are able to do in AOL right now, and and you are okay. with, awesome. With other, yes, yeah. It's actually you actually can when you when you open your email, the the window can actually the sound is off consistent with best practices, but it actually mm -hmm. streams the the video in the email message body. Very nice. And, and in that, that case. It, uh, it's, you're not actually downloading, like in the case of like a, a, an animated GIF, you actually download, you know, the, the, the file. In this case, it is literally a call to the streaming media, uh, media server just as you would from any other web video. Got it. Okay. Um, now, does certified video enhance a message uh, that's embedded with video? Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't try. That's true, but I didn't hear sort of a question to go with that. Yeah, I mean, how, how, how does it enhance? Okay, John, well, are you saying does the certification enhance, like if somebody just wanted to send emails without certification, or is that, is that your question? Yeah, yeah, in other words, you've got regular video, okay. then you've got certified got video, and I'm talking about okay. if that's if well, you can it, see it, some... this is actually really simple. Without certification, there is no video in email, or there's not streaming video. There's, you can, you know, have the, you know, basically the image and the link to open another window or call, you know, call out, but you can't actually have video streaming in the message body. So it's only with that assurance that comes with the certified email that the ISP is confident that they can actually let the JavaScript come through. Will that enhance or enable you to advertise using certified video then? Yeah, there, there's been a, a number of, of great applications of certified video in the year or so since we launched it. Uh, it, it not surprisingly, it's worked great for like movie trailers where, you know, if you're a movie studio or a Fandango who has used it, you, you know, they, they want folks to, to see the, 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 you know, basically the car chases, the explosions, the excitement of the movies. And so it, it's, it's proven to be really powerful when they actually, you open your email from Fandango and it's actually got the, you know, the, the video running. Um, it's also uh, been proved great for uh, Target. Target has run a number of campaigns uh, because you know Target has you know really built their brand around being hip and cool and exciting, and so they, they've created some really nice, uh, almost fashion show videos showcasing um, fashion with with great music underneath. And it does it. So, uh, you know, it's funny because when I've shown this to folks, they actually start to look at the clothes, look at the video, and forget that I'm actually demoing the notion of video and email because it's so powerful. Uh, so, so, so that that's really you know there's been some like 15 second pre roll ahead of content, but it's actually been more about the uh, sort of streaming video content itself than, than even advertising. 
But by the way, you can call the ad server just as you would at, for you know for pre-roll, just as you would any other streaming web video. Now, what is the uh, certification process, and is it? Um, do you also have to be email certified? Because I know, you know, not recently, but I've got some uh, some friends that I probably still work at Good Mail. Um, that a couple of years ago, I remember doing some of the different ISP shows with them or what have you. And, and I know that the the level of entry to get in, not from a financial standpoint, but just from a standpoint of the waiting list was so large to get on on the Good Mail system. Is that still the case, or has it has it changed? And is video well, different waiting, from a, the email? I, I it's part not a of it. waiting list per se. In that, it's not like there's a backlog, but what there is is there's a pretty high bar. So the, mm-hmm. the typical standard is a quarter of a, a percent complaint rate, which is sort of okay. like the A-plus students. Because sure. the trade-off is if we're going to ask ISPs to bypass their spam filters, they only want to do that for companies they know have great email practices and the highest brand reputation. And so that, sure. that's actually where the, the, the backup was. It was – you know, so, so it's it's a it's a maybe a three part process. First part is just, like I said, legitimacy. It's not somebody, for, you know, because because a lot of the spoofing on the web is people pretending to be a good sender. So we just sure. really authenticate that that it is that sender. Second thing is a review of the email practices because occasionally even good companies and, and good brands are get a little bit sloppy around the edges on their email practices. And then the third piece, which is actually also really important is that GoodMail is actually embedded in the feed lab, feedback loop so that we actually oh, okay. see the complaint data from the ISPs in real time. And so if, if either the, the good company does something that's a little bit sketchy and gets the complaint rates to spike or somebody somehow or other got into their server, GoodMail would see it immediately and, and pull the certification. And so basically uh, you know, turn off the privileges in real time. Oh, wow. Um, is, uh, how about the size of the video? Um, is, is, that ha- is, is there any recommendations for that? Well, like I said, so, so this is, is truly streaming web video. It is not uh, like you download the, the, the video file. So it's the same. So, so it's exactly the same call, exactly the same bandwidth load as if you call web video from another window within Mozilla. It's not a – there's no difference in that experience or, you know, the file size. But I'd say broadly, most people find that that sort of web video is best consumed in two- and three-minute chunks. Uh, you know, it's not it's – not, unless you're sort of going voluntarily onto Hulu to watch an episode of a TV show, most, most of sort of normal web video is, is better at two or three minutes. And I think from a marketing standpoint, you know, you've got the, uh, you know, you've got to look at, you know, how much, you know, how long does it take you to get that that uh, that plug across, and how much how much time does that yeah. person really have to sit there and listen to something that at this particular point they may or may not know whether or not they're even interested in it. So that's a that's an yeah. excellent point uh, as well. Yeah, and as a um, client, you're probably always at least twice as interested as the consumer is. You know, whatever, wherever you get bored, <laughs> cut it in half. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good good point. Um, hey Bennett, uh, any any legal uh, illegal thoughts about certified uh, video email? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, certification you know, creates certain comfort levels for consumers, and they, I, you know, the law and the regulators are always encouraging industry efforts at self regulation to make things easier and clearer for consumers. So, um, you know, it, it's probably a good thing. Good. All right. Well, we were talking with Peter Horan from Good Mail, talking a little bit about certification of email. Peter, um, uh, I'll give you the last word. Anything you uh, that you'd like to make sure that our listeners hear before we uh, let get let you get back to work. Uh, for as much as we're, the last word, for as much as we're all in love with social media and Facebook and Twitter, it's still email that pays the bills. <laughs> That's a, that's that's a good, good point. point. That's a good point. Again, talking with Peter Horan from Good Mail. Peter, come back and see us on the show a little bit, and we'll see you around town. Thank you very much. Good. Love to talk to you Thanks, again. Peter. Bye now. Well, Kevin, I know we're uh, we're going to get the get the plug pulled on us a little bit here uh, from Brasco back in the studio. But uh, tell us a little bit more. When are you taking off for your big race? Oh, I'm taking off Friday morning at uh, 10 a.m. Getting to Chicago at three. 
Um, check in, have a nice high-carb meal. I guess you're supposed to eat uh, steak on Thursday, which is tomorrow, and uh, carbs on Friday. And uh, and then Saturday morning, I think, starts at, like, some ungodly, like, 5 a.m. or something, which I'll probably be thankful for because that means that it won't be hot until about 10 or 11, and I'll already be more than halfway done. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll definitely be fun. Can't wait. Got my fanny pack ready. That's good. That's good. Now, um, who all else is uh, is going to be taking place with you in the race from our side of the fence? Um, if you go to affiliatemarketersgiveback.com, it lists everybody on our team. The team collectively, uh, with a big part of thanks to Scott Richter and Missy Ward, have raised uh, a little bit over $70,000 already. Um, so Scott Richter, Missy Ward, and quite a few people from his team on there as well. So they're, they're all listed on there. It's, it's I want to say about 15, maybe 18 people from our industry um, all, all together. Um, and uh, it uh, should be a lot of fun. Well, yeah. As do I sound like you John? <laughs> What's that, Kev? I said, do I, uh, do I sound enthusiastic? <laughs> you do. You know, right? When, when you get the calls like, hey, buy a rain poncho, you know, you go, oh, boy. <laughs> you know? Wear your leg warmers. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. leg warmers. Which, which, Bennett, can you FedEx those to me? Or you want to just send them to Chicago? I'll send them to Chicago. Sure? <laughs> anyway, well, hey, just make sure that you have the fame music playing in the background and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Bennett, as always, thanks so much for taking the time out of your schedule. What I want to do is plan with you, Bennett. Uh, I want to uh, next week. I want to sort of. T- to take uh, one of the hottest legal topics that we have, and we'll kind of build a show around that. So we'll be in, in contact a little bit tomorrow, and we'll, we'll build a great show for next week. How's that sound for you? All right, look forward to talking to you. Have a good week, everyone. All right, well, this has been another edition of Inbox Radio. Um, of course, coming back uh, next week, uh, uh, Kevin's taking off. Okay, our next show, of course, is at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Wednesday. And if you go to inboxradio.com, you can listen to the archives. That's I-N-B-O-X-E-D-Radio.com. For Kevin D. Vincenzi, the Clickfather, I am the Big Fabu. You're listening to Inbox Radio. Where else would you send it?